Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy that you're with us today. Today's guest is one of my favorite people. He is literally the sweetest man I know, and nothing ever phases him. And when when you realize that, he deals with some of the very worst actors in his line of work. You find that even more amazing. Of all the guests we've ever had on Seek Reality, Peter is also the one about whom I have had the most listener feedback. A number of listeners have contacted me about problems they were having, and then they let me know afterward that, my goodness, Peter Wright has really been able to help them. So then naturally I would email Peter to thank him, and that would lead to my having him back on Seek Reality again. So today is Peter Wright's 14th Seek Reality appearance. At first I thought of Peter as primarily a past life regression therapist, but he also has helped me with, me with some issues that I was having with my spirit guide when I was first getting that relationship well established. And now our topic today is something altogether different. So Peter Wright is a man of many talents. Peter Wright is a certified hypnotherapist based in Santa Barbara, California, with 25 years of experience working with more than 2,000 clients at this point. He holds the distinction of being one of only 40 board-certified past-life regression therapists in the United States. He tells me that many people have consulted him who had first learned about him from having having heard him on secret reality broadcasts, this, this is going to make for some more probably clients for him. So you see that we have, we have kind of a loop going on here. And I also have, as I said before, been happy to work with him through my, my although my, my Thomas t- tells me that we were not successful in working with him because I wouldn't let, let him do me uh, a past life regression at all. He says, after I go home, I can meet my 17 past lives that I've shared with him, but not before. I have to tell you, I have the bossiest spirit guide that you can possibly imagine. But I did try to do past life regressions with Peter Wright. And Peter would have done it, although Thomas wouldn't let it happen. Peter Wright is very good, very good at what he does. But this topic for today is a lot more sobering than the other things that he's done, talked about here. And I'm not sure I really wanted to do it, but he told me that he has been successful in removing attachments that people have had in one session. So I, I said to him, okay, if it really is that successful, I think we should probably have to talk about it. Although this is an extremely icky subject, and I want you to know I really didn't want to do this, but we kind of have to do it. Dear Peter, welcome. I'm so ha- glad you're here today, although I have to tell you I've been very dubious about this topic. It's a pleasure to be back talking with you and with your listeners. Thank you again for inviting me. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm squeamish, but let's go forward. First, please tell us what attachments even are. What are they? There are two major types of attachments. There, the first is earthbound spirits that or ghosts, the surviving consciousness 
of people who, when they died, did not go completely into the light. Some of them, some part of them did go into the light, but not all of them. And so they often hang out, if you will, in the astral realm, the fourth dimension. Um, and they're, uh, they're to talk about these earthbound spirits. Um, they were once uh, people, if you will. Um, so they're separate from the second major type, which are negative entities. They're um, energies that have never had a human body. Um, they are often of evil intent. They're the ones who hang out in the fourth dimension, the astral realm, looking for a place to hide. Um, Those are the ones I didn't want to talk about. All right. Okay. So there are two kinds. One kind are just people who didn't completely transition, and the other kind are really bad guys. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. What What are the percentage? Um, for my clients, I would say um, there are more earthbound spirits than negative entities. Um, I find that about sixty oh, percent of my clients have one or more or both. Oh my goodness! And when you say attachments, they they just they're like hanging on us. Exactly. If you consider that the physical body is protected by the immune system, we know that. The spirit body is protected by the aura. And on occasion, the aura can become weak due to trauma, due to too much alcohol or pot, or having um, a big heart and not protecting yourself, not having a, um, a strong aura. So for many of my clients, their aura is weak. Holes develop in the aura. And through those holes can come earthbound spirits and negative entities. I, I've, I've actually, I, I know all of this is true. I've, I've, uh, I've heard from um, people who are able to see auras and have, they've actually seen attachments happen in bars, for example, when people got somewhat drunk and the aura got tattered. Mm-hmm. Um, they've seen. Uh, Entities that hang around in bars actually become attached to people who got drunk. Right. It often happens. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, and, and these entities hang around in places where susceptible people are likely to become more susceptible. Yes, including, and, if you might say, um, um, hospitals when people have died. And not gone completely, you know, they're uh, part of them, perhaps does not believe um, in the afterlife, or they may be dying in during a war um, on the battlefield. And it, they die so quickly that, again, they don't know where they are. And so they become earthbound ghosts. Uh-huh. And so they latch on to someone who is susceptible. If you have a strong aura, though, they can't find a way to get attached to you. That's correct. Yes. Okay. And All right. So, so someone, someone driving in a car saying, okay, how do I keep my aura strong? Well, I give all my clients a guided visualization, which is basically uh, focus on your, the center of your body, your heart, and let's bring in white light, making it stronger, 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 filling up your entire body. And then when it fills up your entire body, just allow that light to fill up your aura as if you were being surrounded by a bubble or shield of white protective light. Um, and then after you've done this a few times on your own, step by step, you can easily then just imagine 
um, that this aura is around you by not having to go through all the steps, but just saying, hey, I feel, please or protect me right now. Make me strong and and um, impermeable, if you will. So you can call upon your aura to become strong. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And it's, Lord, this is such an awful topic. All right. Okay. Um, but but in a hospital, you also are susceptible just because people who are confused about what happens after death and find themselves suddenly outside their body at a time when which is not a natural exit point, mm-hmm. and they don't see a loved one, um, they might see a susceptible living person and latch onto that susceptible living person. Right, exactly. And so um, severe illness lowers your resistance. Um, other ways the aura can become weak include trauma, childhood abuse, exhaustion, emotional crises, a lot of grief, anger, fear, and guilt. Um, other ways are channeling, mediumship, automatic writing, Ouija boards. They all open your aura to, uh, or if your aura is not strong, then these energies can move right in and set up housekeeping. Okay. All right. So don't do this while you're driving, but uh, when you get home, again, and we'll talk talk about this again before this hour finishes, call in the white light of spirit. Allow it to fill your heart, allow it to fill your body, and then allow it to fill your aura. Mm -hmm. And once it's filled your aura, then just just imagine it making your aura very, very strong and protecting you against all negative energies. Mm -hmm or anything that might possibly attach to you. Mm-hmm. you, you I, 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 every, everyone, you, you think your imagination is weak. Your imagination is, in fact, very, very powerful. This is something Peter Wright teaches, and it's something that is true. Don't, don't allow your aura ever to become weakened, because as he is about to talk to you <laughs> and about to tell you, there are some terrible things that a weakened aura can allow to happen to you. All right, so what are some of the things, what are some of the symptoms that people walking around and people maybe driving now and listening, what are some of the symptoms that people might have that they have an attachment? Um, some of the common signs of spirit attachment include growing feelings of fear, anxiety, or depression, the abuse of drugs, especially alcohol or pot or psychedelics, Um, memory problems, poor concentration. Uh, One of the major ones for me, uh, as I talk with potential clients, is that there's an inner self-critical voice or voices that are criticizing you, coming from within you, and often uh, onset of physical problems with no obvious cause. So those are the types of of uh, signs that I look for, and as I talk in my free consultations to clients, um, that they might be experiencing and perhaps could be the result of uh, some sort of either earthbound or negative entity attachment. 
So, all right. So if, so if the people have suddenly got these symptoms, which you just described 90% of the people in the United States and probably in the world, right? If you, if you suddenly have these things going on, um, that they may be a sign that an attachment has happened. Right. Mm-hmm. And perhaps it wouldn't hurt to consult with, with Peter. <laughs> oh my goodness. So many so people, I- but many people now then would think, Oh, I, I must, I, perhaps I should talk to a, a talk therapist. This, this might be an issue. And the talk therapist will have no idea that this is, that this is actually an attachment issue. And exactly. so, <laughs> so, so there's nothing a talk therapist can do for you. Well, I think fine with talk therapy. They're based um, in our third third dimensional reality. Um, you know, so it, with talk therapy, we're focusing on the conscious mind, the ego, um, and um, uh, those 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 key parts of you. Um, with with um, with my work. We're focusing on the right brain rather than the left brain. Um, because to the left brain, you basically are often it's how you are navigating your life is through your left brain. But for, for my perspective, it's the right brain that is key here because with the right brain, we're talking about the emotions. Um, what's happened to you in this life and past lives, your physical body, what's happened to you in this life and past lives. And at the same time, we're talking about your spirit body, your connection to your heart, your higher self, and all your guidance. So it's a different paradigm that we're working from. So what I encourage my clients to do, especially um, my left brain uh, analytical clients who live their lives out of their left brain, for example, um, accountants, um, engineers, right up front at the beginning of the session, I invite their left brain to sit on their left shoulder throughout the session, take careful notes and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and love their it. right brain, their heart and their higher self and their emotions and their imagination to sit on their right shoulder and invite their friends to come down to the non-physical realm and join us. They do and they do. And so during the session, we are in hypnosis working with their heart, their higher self, and all their guidance that knows everything there is to know about them from this life and past lives. Um, And it's very easy for them to lead the session for us and let me know if there are any uh, intruders present, earthbound spirits or negative entities. My word. And so they basically will say, hey, yeah, we got this guy here or this creature here. Really? Yes, exactly. So I take a client into hypnosis and then on up into the light, a guided visualization up into the fifth dimension where it's a higher vibration. It's very easy to connect with guidance and we can go anywhere, anyhow, anywhen, any why in the fifth dimension, leaving the third dimension far, far behind. So we're now up in the fifth dimension. I ask the client to describe what does that place look like or feel like or seem like to you? Because I find that your soul speaks through your imagination and your soul is not making things up. Rather, it's translating what is inside of you into first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. So I invite you to be a tour guide up there in the fifth dimension 
and describe what does that place look like. We then meet your heart and your higher self. They come through you as if you were channeling them with words like I'm here. And then um, often we will uh, invite Archangel Michael to join us as well, because he's the go-to guy when it comes to finding out if there are any intruders present. So I'll ask him, are there any intruders, any, any intruders present? And yes or no, if they're yes, how many? And he will share that information through the client, first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice, and will therefore uh, seek to find out more about them and release them. And when, when, when they release them, literally, is that like uh, the, the entity will be saying, oh, good, I'm released, or, or is that like kicking them out the door? Kicking them out the door. We are sending them into the light. Um, if it's a negative energy, or we are um, sending them back to heaven, if you will, um, if it's uh, a an earthbound spirit. Okay. Oh, gee. And does this always work? They do leave? They do leave. Um, most of the time they leave. But at the same time, you're in charge of you. The client is in charge of the client. And um, if you are continuing on with uh, a weak aura, then other spirits can come back and and take up where earlier ones were. So that's why I encourage clients to keep their aura strong and therefore keep uh, intruders out. Oh, yeah, that, that's a very good point. Wow. What, 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 so, so a lot of these then, most of them are just off track people, basically, not, who are not in bodies. What are some of the ones that are not? What kinds of entities are they? So for, uh, for the earthbound spirits, uh, they're the surviving consciousness of people who when they die did not go completely into the light, as I mentioned. But what I uh-huh. also find, and I find this very intriguing, they can be from your past lives as well. Um, one of the ways we release them is that I'll ask Archangel Michael during the session, is there karma related to this particular attachment from a past life? And if so, we can then um, go back into that past life, find out what happened, and then release the uh, uh, the earthbound spirit from the client by coming to closure with whatever occurred in that past life. It caused the attachment. Wow. Oh, wow. And, and that works. That works. Absolutely. Um, so well, that's, that's good. So, and, and it involves a protocol that I follow where the client is in hypnosis from the very beginning we connect with heart and higher self up in the light in the fifth dimension. I invite the heart and higher self to uh, form an inner wisdom team that we can turn to throughout the session for further guidance. And we'll be adding to that team as the session unfolds. Often Archangel Michael, as I mentioned, may join us. A spirit guide of the client may join us. The uh, client's grandmother may show up. I don't know. They show up. Grandma even comes in. Oh, my dear. (laughs) So um, I then, um, if there's a a, a spirit present, 
I'll then invite the client to um, imagine themselves in front of a magic mirror of truth. And as they look at this magic mirror of truth at their own reflected energy or body, describe what's present. Ideally, it should be them as they are today with a big smile on their face. That rarely happens. Oh, dear. <laughs> Instead, it could be a past life version of themselves, personality. It could be them as a child. It could be a spirit guide. It could be an earthbound spirit or a negative entity. So we invite that energy to come forth um, through them as if they were channeling it with words like, I'm here. So I'm here, says the, the clients, um, that energy in the, in the mirror. So I then ask the client or that energy, are you a part of Roberta or something else? Three possible answers. I'm a part of Roberta. Okay, it could be um, a, um, a spirit guide. It could be an, a positive emotion. It could be a, uh, your inner child, but a part of you that's supportive. Terrific. Another possibility. Are you a part of Roberta or something else? Something else. Have you ever had your own human body? Yes, it could be an earthbound spirit. And so we then work with that to seek to release it. And I can go into more detail about that in just a few moments. Another possibility. Um, are you a part of, of Roberta or something else? Something else. Have you ever had your own human body? No, it could be negative energy. So again, that's how I help determine with the assistance of Archangel Michael, um, whether the, uh, that image in the magic mirror of truth is a good witch or a bad witch, if you will. <laughs> Ooh, dear. And if it's a good witch, I want to find out how it can help you and help us during the session, because often it's an important part of you that we've now discovered that is eager to be a spirit guide for you now that you know who it is, that you know what it looks like and feels like and is like for you, or is a positive part of you that we can enlist to assist you in reaching your goals. If it's a negative um, intruder, then we're going to seek with the help of those from the light to send it into the light or back where it came from and release you from it so you can regain your power and move forward oh. in your Wow, is this complicated? It sounds complicated, but it's really pretty simple. Because yeah, but I mean, it, it's complicated for people who don't have someone like you to help them figure it out. No. Um, yes. And so going back to talk therapy, they don't believe in any of this possibility because these spirits can't be seen. Um, they're, you know, from a different realm, a different reality. Right. And 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 so, but the, but what motivates these beings to even attach to us? That's part A and part B. How long have they been there? Um, they're they attach to us often because of karmic reasons, or because they want to cause problems for us, or they're seeking a place to hide. Um, and so, but they uh, might have been there from early childhood, even exactly, or from past lives. Oh my word. Yes, it's it's uh, a, a major issue that that uh, is getting increasing prominence, if you will, from those of us who do this type of work. Oh, I should say it, it really should gain great prominence if if it causes 
what percentage of people would ha- would have negative things happening in their lives because they have these these sorts of issues? Well, as I mentioned, 60 percent of my clients or so have some sort of uh, attachment with uh, within them. And I specialize in this, along with my other with past life work and so on, so that clients are drawn to me um, because of this. So wow. eager to be of, of assistance. I certainly have been oblivious to the to the fact that there's so much of it going on. Well, as, as we look into the um, the major issues people are, are facing, suicides, often there are negative energies inside encouraging that person to commit suicide. These negative really? energies feed off of our negativity. That's how they live, if you will, because they, they, they feed off of us. And My whole problem in all of this is that I'm such a happy face. I, I don't like all of this stuff, I, so I have, I've always refused to study it. I have just turned my back on it. I haven't wanted to know about it. And that's probably been a failing of mine now that I think about it. You read in the newspaper about um, school shootings and so on. I believe that many of those victims, if you will, the shooters, are in fact infested with negative energies that are saying, uh, them encouraging them to do these terrible acts. The shooters. The shooters, absolutely. So they have that voice inside of them that says kill or cause problems, whatever. Wow. And that's all because our society refuses to face the fact. It's, it's the, at, at the bottom, the problem is that the society is so materialist. It refuses to look at the fact that, in essence, at the core, reality is not material. We just have to accept that fact. Max Planck said that. And that was, he, was, he said that going on 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh, my word, Peter, this is huge. So the process of helping people get rid of all of these issues is generally, you told me, successful in one session? Um, we can accomplish a lot in one session. Uh, my sessions are two hours long, so we have additional time to do this. Um, and what I'm seeking to do during the session is create a level playing field within the client of just the client. <laughs> Dear. In the process of that, connect the client to their heart, their higher self, and their guidance so that after the session, they can begin to work with their guidance on their own. Because towards the end of the session, after we've had some success in getting rid of earthbound spiritual negative entities or exploring past lives or helping the client resolve the issues that the client has brought to the table, um, I invite the client to imagine themselves in a a sacred spot, a sanctuary in their imagination where they can uh, just describe that to me. And so the client says, oh, I'm sitting in a meadow beneath an oak tree on a beautiful spring day. The ocean is to my left, the mountain to my right. Perfect. So as you sit in your sanctuary, let's invite your heart to join you. How does your heart now make itself known to you? We've been working with your heart for the last hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> so my hope is you're on a first name basis with your heart. <laughs> Whether you see it as a heart in front of you or you can uh, feel it in your body. Same with higher self. Invite your higher self to join us. 
We've been working with your higher self the last hour and 15 minutes. Again, how do you experience? Um, and you, you tell me. And then Archangel Michael, where's he in this sanctuary of yours? Your grandmother, where's she? Your spirit guide, where is, uh, where is she? So we place them around you um, in your sanctuary. We then bring the session to a close. I then send you a recording of the session. Why you think you remember everything? You don't. Um, and so I invite you to listen to that because it will help you to make even more shifts and changes as a result. You can stop the recording and ask more questions and get more answers. I also include my higher self shortcut. My voice hypnotic music takes you up into the light, into your sanctuary, and invite you to be there then with your, with your inner wisdom team, spending a few seconds welcoming them, thanking them for coming. And then ask them a question about your day through your heart and shut up <laughs> and get from yeah. them first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. So my hope is you can begin to work with them on your own to navigate your life because they work with us during the session, helping you to clear uh, thoughts, feelings, attitudes, beliefs that no longer serve you. All in two hours. You have another session with them then at, at what point? So about a week later, we get together for a follow up. And that follow-up, beginning of the follow-up, I ask them, as I go through the uh, list of what we were focusing on the previous week, the issues he wanted to resolve, what shifted, what hasn't, what have you been thinking about, any synchronicities, have you listened to the recording, if so, any comments or questions. But most of the, of the session is made up of going through my notes, taking you step-by-step step through the session, uh, describing what I was doing and why, helping you to process and integrate all that occurred. Because you've already a week has gone by and you've started to experience changes, some shifts. So this is a conscious awareness of what actually was taking place and understanding. Towards the end of that session, I'll ask, how are things going connecting with your inner wisdom team? We can practice working on that if you like. And at the end of the session, we decide whether we need to get together again. If so, you bring your to-do list with you to the session. Your guidance brings their to-do list to the session. <laughs> their list takes precedence over yours. Because they know where we need to go first. We right. take you up into hypnosis, up into the light. We invite the, your team to join us. We pick up where we left off. I can't promise we do everything in two hours. No, we, 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 we not typically, but we can accomplish a lot and yeah. give tools to follow on your own. And I'm here to support you in subsequent sessions if you wish. Oh, my goodness. I can see that it's very important to get this kind of interior work done. Yes. Because no wonder some people are depressed. No wonder they're, they're carrying around. Everybody's carrying around this whole bunch of baggage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, the baggage could uh, include these earthbound spirits or negative entities or just common everyday issues that you're seeking to deal with from your uh, childhood, from uh, relationships that went wrong, from disappointments and the like. But I find that by um, whatever the issue is, by taking you into hypnosis and up into the light and inviting your heart and higher self to join us together with the other guidance, they know where we need to go, whether it's this life yeah. or this life. And they'll take us there because they're eager to help you in Heal these issues. Lord, is it more women or more men who have problems like these? I think more women are open to this metaphysical approach uh, than men, uh, just in terms of the my, my own clientele. And so I 
I offer a, a, a free 30-minute consultation right up front for those who want to learn more about what I do. And in the first part of that consultation, the client explains what the issues are that he or she would like to resolve. And then I talk about hypnosis, what it is and how it works, and then focus on uh, different uh, resources I use during the practice, uh, during the session. And if there's a match, great. And if there's not a match, great. They'll know. <laughs> I'm just a big sissy. I, I, I just don't like to talk about negative issues. But people who have issues with negative entities really need to be able to go somewhere to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. Or, or they fester, don't they? I mean, that's a very... Especially, I think, people who have tried, have experimented with drugs or, or alcohol probably do pick up these things because they hang around where drugs and alcohol are being used. So, of course, you would pick them up. Right. And so we're just seeking to help you with tools you can use to keep your aura strong and keep you moving forward on your soul's journey. Oh, my goodness, Peter. But is it, is it, is it, has it been your experience that most people can get cleared out of all this stuff? It, it, yes, they are. Yes, it, they, they can be. Um, we work in partnership. My client and I work together with their guidance and my guidance, and we just seek to, to um, uh, create that level playing field that I mentioned earlier. Oh, my word. Yeah. <laughs> so now, the what, other things that you do, I, because they, I didn't know you did this stuff. Uh, so is there anything else that you do that I don't know about? <laughs> the, the main thing you do, though, is past life regression, right? Well, that's, that's not the main thing. The main thing I do is connect the client to their guidance and we ask the guidance to take us back to the cause or source, whether it's this life or a past life. And often it's this life. So what we do is we go into the story in this life, what happened, and in the trance state, give you a chance to um, come to closure with it. Uh, because we can invite um, any part of, the, um, uh, of you to come forth and talk to us. So let's say you have um, uh, uh, anger in your heart. Well, all right, so it's been there for quite a while. So we invite in the trance state that anger to come forth as if it could talk to us through you with words like, I'm here. And so I then ask, you know, talk to the anger. Um, in fact, as part of the uh, consultation, I'll ask the client to come up with a particular negative emotion they like to have less of. And let's say it's anger. So then I invite the client to close their eyes and just allow that anger to, um, in their imagination, to build up. Whatever triggers that anger, think about it. Um, and let me know when you're feeling that anger in a particular part of your body where it usually goes. So a few seconds goes by, the anger grows larger, and then the client says, yes, I can feel it. Where do you feel it most right now? In my heart. All right. So as you focus on the anger in your heart, what color is it? Oh, it's it's red. All right. What's the shape of that red anger in your heart? It's a circle. So what I'd like you to do is to take your awareness, your imagination, and focus on that circle of anger in your heart and surround it with your mind, with your imagination, taking control of it. Because up until now, it's been controlling you. And as you surround it with your mind, I want you to squeeze it. And if that anger could speak, what would it say? And um, I'm really angry or whatever. 
So I then say to the client, in a session, what we do is we invite the anger to come forth and talk to us because I have some questions for it. For example, how long have you been with Roberta? How have you been affecting her? Who hired you? And what wants to happen to release you? And I find that by asking those questions of the anger that you are channeling as a voice in the presence of your heart, your higher self, and all your guidance, they know where we need to go. And they're right there to take us, whether it's this life, a past life, or some, or negative entities, or earthbound spirits. So the solution is right there with us, and the solution knows everything about you. So we both get out of the way <laughs> and trust first thought, first feeling, first image, first voice. And magic. Oh. Yeah, magic is right. I'm amazed. This is my own approach. And it, it, I am amazed at how, e- how quickly and easily it works. This is not long-term therapy. No, which is, which is the beauty of it. Because who wants to spend a lot of time uh, just, just floundering around talking about stuff if it doesn't get you anywhere? There's no point to that. Giving you an opportunity to come to closure with issues. So yes. let's, the issue happened in this life, all right? Growing up with mom and dad. In the trans state, I invite you to ask dad to join us um, with you um, sitting there with your inner child in your lap. We all have an inner child. Oh, cute. <laughs> we all have an inner child. We ignore them because they really don't exist, but they do exist. And when they're unhappy, you're unhappy. So right. inner child is there, feeling safe and protected in your lap. Then I ask you, as big Roberta, to invite your dad to join us. He's here. Okay, if you could speak your heart to your dad right now through your heart, what would you say to him? And you do so. How does dad respond? Um, so what I'm seeking to do is come to closure with that um, issue. So you How did, lovely. Oh, please. How lovely. So. Do you um, remember that time when I wanted an ice cream cone that day? Well, you didn't know how badly I wanted one. Well, I really, 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 really did. And if it's and it's if it's trauma or whatever, hopefully dad will apologize to you and to little Roberta. But let's yeah. say he, let's say he doesn't. Well, um, so and you tell me dad just turned his back on me, crossed his arms, said it was mom's fault, not his. That's higher self to join us. So we have dad, his higher self, you, your higher self and little Roberta in your lap. What often will happen is that dad's higher self will say to you, dad's not ready to take responsibility for his actions. But he's going to have to do that later in this life or an upcoming lifetime because as part of his soul journey. But can you, Roberta, forgive your dad? Because dad was doing the best to forgive the person, not the action. Because dad was doing the best to do. (laughs) And so forgive the person, not the action. <laughs> this is beautiful. A good friend of mine talks about cowboy logic. What is cowboy logic? When your horse dies, get off it. Don't drag <laughs> the carcass behind you. <laughs> Don't I, drag the horse behind you. So many of us are dragging our coulda, woulda, shouldas behind us because we're supposed to. No. Cowboy logic. Oh, forgive yourself. Forgive them. Move on. Oh, I love that. Horses are so off. heavy. that's beautiful peter i'm gonna have to remember that one (laughs) 
That's great. Oh my. Oh, well, we're coming near the end of our time. What? I, how are you going to sum sum this up? What do you want people to take away from today? Um, well, I'd like you to to just you know focus on um, keeping your aura strong, um, helping to know that help is all around. Um, help cannot help us much unless we ask for it. So ask for help from the angelic realm, from your guides. Uh, because that is key to knowing that you are not alone. As you've said many times on this show, um, Roberta, it's, it's, we are not alone. So please ask for help. If I can be of assistance, please contact me through my website. Happy to arrange a consultation with you, but just know that help is out there. Yeah. Wow. And there, I would just add that, that what we think is something wrong with us might just be something that has causes that are easily cured much more easily than I ever realized. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, the cure is, the cure is available. So let's, let's find the cure and go on happily with our lives. You don't need to be unhappy. I think that to me is the biggest thing I take away from, from today. I feel very blessed. I'm never unhappy, but, um, but if you are, then you don't you you deserve to be happy. Happiness is your birthright. And so let's find a way to be happy. Exactly. I second that. <laughs> a, a big hug to you, my dear. You're always such a ray of light. I, I just I just love talking with you. And I should tell you just everyone, Peter's that way all the time. He's that way in person. I just never met anybody like you. <laughs> Peter, you're such a such a joy. Peter's in, website is insightsfromwithin.com, and that's all one word. Oh, what a delight. Yeah, pleasure being back with you. Everyone, I'm so sorry that we've come again to the end of our time. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm so happy you could be with us today, but please never, ever, ever forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began and you never will end. And when you get that, when you really get it, It's going to change everything in your life for the better. Next week, our guest will be my dear friend and mentor, Dr. R. Craig Hogan, who is the world's leading expert on all things death and the afterlife. And he's going to be with us for a really remarkable 38th time. How he puts up with me, I will never know. Since fear of death is the base fear, and since by survey, recent survey, close to 90% of the people on Earth are at least to some extent afraid to die, which is totally unnecessary, and it's a travesty in the 21st century. We're going to ask Craig for his advice next week on how we can best really and finally altogether overcome the fear of death. Since that's what we're doing, you won't want to miss this. And today we've been talking with Peter Wright, who has been with us for the 14th time to talk about something I didn't even want to talk about because it's too icky, removing negative attachments. We think of this world as mainly physical, but it's not physical at all. 99.9% of what is around you is empty space. It just looks solid. It feels solid, but it's not solid. And there's a whole different aspect to it. They're people. They're non-physical. They've never been people, beings. And they are able to latch on if your protective aura is not as strong as it should be. So I'm going to say it one more time. Call in from the light. Fill yourself full of light. 
and then use that light, push it out to make the strongest possible aura and maybe do that a few times a day. Make your aura as strong as it can be. And if you're feeling off and if that feeling persists, then call on Peter. Say, Peter, I just need a little quick checkup. He's half hour free consultation. I mean, that doesn't hurt. Try to do everything you can to keep yourself happy. If there are things you enjoy, do those things. Take care of yourself most of all because you can't be a a, a ray of light to the world unless you first are a ray of light to yourself. I keep hearing from listeners who have, have had a problem and wondered about it and tried Peter and Peter helped them fix that problem. Um, I have myself used Peter's help. And except for this business of wanting to be past life regressed and having my dear, my dear, wonderful, beautiful Thomas refuse to allow it to happen, except for that, it always worked beautifully, whatever Peter helped me with. Um, take it from me. It works. And if it works, then, you know, try it. Peter's website is insightsfromwithin.com. There are others who do what Peter do, Peter does, but it works well long distance, so what the heck? But above all, take care of yourself. Take care of yourself spiritually. Don't do drugs. I mean, I have a glass of wine with dinner, but other than that, um, I don't drink. Your mind is the most precious thing you have. In fact, your mind is, the, is who you are. It's all of you that is going to survive. Um, and, but it will survive and it is eternal. So since it's eternal and it's who you're going to be forever, take care of it. If it needs maintenance, have a tune up. Don't allow anything to come between you and who you really are. And that's all I can really tell you. I mean, I still didn't like hearing about some of the stuff that can go wrong, but I know it's fixable. And at whatever age you are now, you are going to be eternal. So it's time to start really, really taking care of who you are. And now it is time once again to mention that Seek Reality Online is your one-stop resource for all things death and the afterlife. Just go to SeekReality.com and start to learn for yourself what really is going on and the fact that you are a powerful, eternal being. SeekReality.com. Your reality actually is eternal, and that's true whether you like it or not. And the Afterlife Research and Education Institute is Seek Reality Online's great nonprofit cousin. Just sign up there and learn as much as you can from the man who remains my primary teacher. As you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The the fun of growing forever, the fun of living together, and the fun of loving Jesus, embracing the Christianity that Jesus taught. And for young children, there is the fun of meeting Jesus. You can order all my books through bookstores or on Amazon, and most of the adult books are also available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about anything at all, you can you you can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email provided that you have given me your correct email address. And meanwhile, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing that you are a powerful, eternal being, and you in particular in all the universe, you most of all are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. 
Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything. 